Let's get back to the next day. I think we're going to do a great job. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Modern Man Podcast, where we connect men in pursuit of their potential. Join us as we embrace discomfort, cultivate community, and put wind in each other's sails. And if you're ready to take your personal and professional growth to the next level, be sure to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. And of course, don't forget to check out the Noble Knights Mastermind Group, where you'll find the support, accountability, and mentorship you need to achieve your goals. Join us and become a part of a community of like-minded men on a mission to improve themselves and elevate their capacity for life. I'm excited to get some wind in our sails today. Joining us on the podcast is Purposeful Action Mentor, Alan Dumonso. Thank you so much for taking the time, Alan. Uh, Ted, thank you so much for having me on the show. Looking forward to our conversation today. Absolutely. And uh, I, I like to make sure at the beginning of the episode, uh, I give an opportunity to the guest and the audience to get acquainted without my interruption. So please take the microphone, the stage is yours and uh, address the folks that are listening, let them know uh, who you are, what you do, and then we can kind of unpack more of uh, today's episode. You betcha. Thanks. Thank you so much for that. Well, as Ted said, my name is Alan DeMont. So I'm the founder of the Awakened Man uh, Movement here in Winnipeg, Canada. I'm up here in the Great White North, and we're looking to, we look to serve men as well, looking to find a purposeful meaning in their lives. And I've been doing this now for about three and a half years, and it's really been a, a, a fulfilling occupation now for me, a really a vocation, a movement from, from my previous role as a chefs and doing other and not doing other things. But I think I find what's really a key about men's work and what I really enjoy seeing is happening is that we're, there's so many different ways of, of approaching how to do men's work and the work that you're doing, Ted, and with the Noble Knights is outstanding. And there's so many of us out here trying to do our piece to raise the level that we show up as husbands and fathers and leaders in our communities. And so hopefully we can get an opportunity to do that with the guys today, an opportunity for the, for the audience to maybe learn a little bit, something different from a different perspective. So looking yeah, forward to it. Absolutely, Alan. And, and I know with, with any great mission, it usually starts with um, personal necessity. So I'm interested to maybe pull back the curtains a little bit and, and find out the inception of the awakened man and, and really how it touched your life so, so deeply and so impactfully to where this has now been, been your drive and your purpose. What was the inception for what you do now? Yeah. Great question. Thank you so much for asking that. You know, three, a little more than three and a half years ago, I just about lost my second marriage. I had originally had married my high school sweetheart. We were together till, till our early thirties. And then when that relationship ended, I lost everything. And I thought I was doing the right thing for things for about 20, 25 years. I was reading self-development books, had done a bunch of training. But what I found is that no matter how much we read and the courses we go to, if we don't put anything into action, it's really just a waste of time and energy. And right, right around that same time, about three years ago, my father-in-law passed passed away. And the challenge with that is that he, uh, he had two daughters and I was like the son that he never had. And so he, I would say was probably my best friend, like my closest, dearest friend for sure. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and when I found him in the, in the situation that we found him and how he had passed, you know, my heart just left. And I looked I reached out and looked for a place for me to go be able and share and express my fear, my anger, the frustration I was having, and I just didn't find that community. I couldn't find that place. And not that there isn't an opportunity to do, to do grief counseling, which I, I, I did. But as a guy, I think it's, we struggle as men to find that safe space 
where we can go in and share what's really on our heart, really open up, be able to be vulnerable and know that they're, you're free of shame, of shame and blame. Yeah. And so that was really the catalyst that drove me those two pieces. I got an opportunity to, to actually do some more work. My wife gave me the opportunity to, that she saw the man in me that I was yet to find. And because I went and did the work and really started doing this men's work, it's really changed my perspective of what it really truly means to be a man in today's world. So that's really the catalyst for it. And it's been uh, going strong ever since. Absolutely. Um, what do you think it is that, that makes us so bad of having that foundation? Because what we found with modern man, when we started talking about what it means to be a man these days and, and how to, you know, find purpose and, and growth and community, we found that a lot of men were lonely. They didn't have um, deep relationships. They had a whole bunch of people in their phone they can call, but that was for watching the game, watching the fight, hanging out at the bar. But when life got real, they didn't have anybody to call. What is it that makes us so bad at establishing those connections and those relationships? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I'm finding that, uh, and it was true for me, and it maybe see if this resonates with yourself and your audience. I find that I was really good at doing things, like being successful and doing the things that we needed to, that I needed to do. But truly being a man and being in my heart and in who I was as an individual wasn't there. It's you know, some of us will talk, will think of it, consider that to be the soft skills or the that feminine side. And I look at it as being the whole man aspect. And we focus on one or two aspects of our life. You know, generally speaking, it's going to be a career or financial aspect. It'll come into that realm, but we don't spend any time really understanding how we're showing up in the other more important parts of our lives, the relationships. Yes, like you said, I got a phone, lots of contacts in there, but what kind of relationships do I have and how deep are they? And I just found that because we weren't will, we weren't able to be to have the conversation, maybe not necessarily willing, but being able to have the conversation and we didn't have there wasn't really a, a place to model it that we that developing this men's work and I'm sure you find in yours as well that we get an opportunity to model how it is to build and grow these relationships. And, and it all tar starts with us being able to understand that there's different levels of security that we need to be able to go through. And I, and I think of them as in these levels of intimacy, right? And that first level is, is safety, right? And that's when we really, and where a lot of us guys stay stuck in is that we just, we want to be safe. And so we don't want to put ourselves out there. We don't say too much about give an opinion or have a, an idea on anything because we've been, We've probably had the the experience in our lives where we've been beaten down a bit, especially if you've if you've tried to be do something more than than what you felt that you were probably capable of. And the other part of it is that once you get if you can get past that safety aspect of it, then you can start to express other people's opinions and beliefs. You know, you feel like it's that's still a little bit of a safety net, but I still I'm protecting myself. I don't want to say too too much because then then at least I'm protected. Yeah, you know, we can really grow to that the next the, the really that third and fourth level of being able to express our own opinion and a belief about it. And even though we express our opinion and beef, what I learned is that that can change. Like the things that I believed even three years ago, starting the awakened man have some of those things have shifted my ideas about what masculinity and how and how it is to show up has have started to shift as I've as I've grown and developed. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and then we, so then we can start to get into that place of really talking about our feelings. And, and that's where I like to spend a lot of time with, the, with our guys is being able to talk about our feelings through the experience, not necessarily sitting there with a, with a sob fest with a bunch of tissues. That may be the case, depending on what we're talking about, but really getting into the experience of life mm-hmm. and talking about those pieces. And when we get to that point, the level of safetyness and the openness we have just really, truly expands. And I think that's what we need to, we really need to get to in that final ultimate level, which is always, always challenged, especially in our, per, in our primary relationships is really getting to that level of sharing our needs and our mm-hmm. emotions and our desires and being able to express that, whether that be with a significant other or with our male friends so that we understand because truly a friend will be there with you and tell you when you're falling when you're falling behind and when you're not living up to what you're, you're, you intend to live to live up to. And when you can have that type of friendship, you've really started to grow and expand. And those are the conversations that that's the number in the phone, in the phone that you want to call. That's that, that's that guy. That's that, that rock that you, that we all need. And I think we can remove ourselves away from this lone wolf idea and that I have to do it by myself. You know, life is, I always say life is a do it yourself project. It doesn't mean do it by yourself. It means do it for yourself. The way we do that is we need to find other friends, other brothers to help us take us that next step that can give us an insight that we may not be able to see because of the stories that clutter our minds. And so I, I yeah. think for me, that's really the the foundation of it. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and we spend so much time trying to white knuckle our way through life and not calling for help that we end up doing ourselves a detriment but the reality is you know those relationships where you can have someone watch your flank have somebody watch your back and i think that's really what it is there's there's uh there's bonding and suffering right like you you go through a hard time with somebody that that becomes your brother and it's almost that that test of loyalty and we as men can identify who was with us when it was raining the hardest and when the sun shines, we want to, we want to take in that sun together because we've been through those hard times together. And it's almost, it's, it's almost as though we are lacking the storm. We are lacking the storm, or I I should say, it's not that we're lacking the storm. We're we're lacking the camaraderie within it. You know, Um, what are some of the things men today lack? And, and we can want our cup to be filled so much but before we can really start filling it with whatever, as today, oftentimes we're filling it with addictions and distractions. Yeah. Um, what are the good things that we should be filling our cup with that we might be lacking now? Yeah. You know, I'll, I look at the things that I've, and this is what I found in my, in my life. And, and we talk a lot here about here at the Awakened Man is that we lack four things. And the first thing that we lack is we truly lack a commitment. And what I mean by that is, how often do we get up in the day and it's groundhog day for us because we don't have a real purpose. We don't have a why we don't know what our why is. And I don't, and, 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 and when I say that some, some people may struggle with that, well, I, I'm going to do it for my kids and that's great, but what's the deeper meaning behind why you're doing it or you're doing it for a different purpose, but it's really to spend that time in that work and understanding of what is my commitment to do for myself, for who am I to evolving to be? So that's the first thing that, I, that, that, that I found that I was lacking and I see that how, that keeps us from getting into the game or leaning into our life. You know, mm. the second piece is we lack clarity. 
lack clarity on exactly what direction do I want to go? Who do who do I aspire to become? Because I find people are willing to start to do work with me when they're ready to take responsibility for where they are in life. So that means they look around, they say everything you have, everything that's that's happening in your life are based on the decisions that you've made up until this point. So you take responsibility for where you are. Now you take responsibility for who you are. Well, I'm here today because these were my choices. These were my decisions. And the last thing is then you want to take responsibility. And this is where that clarity part comes is for who you aspire to become. And what, and, and what does that look like? How do we embody that, that aspect of who we are? So that really leads into that third piece of the thing that we lack. Then we just lack a compass. So we have to develop a compelling vision, just like we would do in business. We would have a mission statement. We want to develop a, a mission, a, a mission statement for ourselves, for who we are, a vision quest, so to speak, of what it is that we're evolving to become. And we live it today in the moment. We have the attributes determined. We know we have an idea how that should look. And then we start to, to embody those, mo- those things in the moment. And then the final thing, as we've been talking about already, is that we truly lack a community, a community of brothers to help us lift us through those dark times. And also, and then to also pull us forward as we're, as we start to accelerate, to help us continue on that path. And so I find when we can get clarity of vision, we have purpose behind our, everything we do. It's why I you know, dubbed my work that really the purposeful action mentor. It said, why are you doing what you're doing today? Mm-hmm. And if you can complete this sentence, you know, I asked my guys is I'm the kind of man who, whatever you put after that, you know, that's how you're going to live your day today. You know, and so depending on what it is that you're facing and you're dealing with in this moment, maybe there's a challenging conversation you're you're about to have or you need to have in your life. And so I'm the kind of man that approached approached today with calm and peace, you know, with with dignity as well and and speak with clarity and conviction. And when you have when you say that, then when you'll find that even if you forgot about it and that conversation doesn't happen for four or more hours, I guarantee you, you're going to come up and you're going to show up very close to the way you've just described yourself. And I think those are the things that, that tend to lack. And it's why we don't get into the, into the game of life. If instead we just tend to float along and, and keep ourselves safe. Yeah. 100% man. I, I'm the kind of man that lives life with intent. And, and what I mean by that is, um, and a lot of what I talk about with the modern man is knowing where you're going and identifying what that direction is every morning. I have my my daily discipline, Ted's daily discipline, where I have a a literally a recording, my voice of a paragraph of who I am, who I intend to become, and how that man is being manifested in the next 12 months. And I listen to that every morning. That's a reminder for myself in terms of what I'm doing. And after that, that, I have the discipline of my intentional questions, which asks the things of what am I grateful for, whom I appreciative of, what thing, what have I experienced that was special recently. And then how am I going to make my wife feel loved today? And then what are the top three outcomes I want for the day? So that starts my mornings. And then I end my days with a journal entry. How did I show up today? How did I show up compared to my intention? And that's just a daily bookend and a routine that reminds me to live with intention. So when you say I'm the type of man blank, I immediately think to myself, I'm the type of man that lives with intention. And by living with intention, you mentioned the clarity in some place we need to go. Um, Alan, what do you what do you say to the guys listening right now who who feel lost and they say, listen, man, I don't know, I don't know what direction to take or what first step to take. 
Yeah, that's a great question. I think the first step that we, that we, that we I would recommend that they do is really start to look at what do you truly value in your life? And so do a try, start with a little of a value assessment pro, uh, process. And the reason why I ask guys to do that is that when we do this evaluate, we have a little as I run them through, but anybody can do this. Drop down some words, some adjectives that describe the values of things that are important to you in life. So do that on one column. And then on the next column, talk, then write down what are the things that you typically, typically do in a day? And are those two in alignment or are you out of alignment? And what I found is that for a lot of us, especially when we're lost, we're completely out of alignment. We may say that we value our family, we value relationship, but we spend all day at work or doing some or doing things outside of that. We're not spending time aligning with it. And so the first piece of advice I would have, I would ask is have folks have a look at the things that they, that they truly value in life. And they may be the same as what they were. Cause i the other thing I found is that values tend to be borrowed through time, right? We have these things, they, we have a certain value at one point in my career, in my early twenties, I truly valued wanting to be successful as a, as a chef. I really wanted to climb that the ladder of being a, a, an excellent chef. And so everything was focused on that, but in the end, ultimately it cost me my first marriage. And so I was a totally in, in, while I was in alignment in that aspect of my life, I was totally out of alignment of if somebody would have said, well, do you, you know, do you value your, 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 uh, your marriage and, and your kids? Well, absolutely. But when you're spending seven days at the, in, at work and not spending any time with your family, then am I truly living my val that value? And so we take the other aspect I would look at doing is, you know, look at different aspects of your life. Your values will shift, right? So we look at it from a financial perspective, where your values around money and finances, how about your emotional aspect of it? What is it you value from, uh, from how you show up emotionally, physically, spiritually, you know, professionally, and then in your relationships? And then you start to get a, an idea of how it is, what are those values? Are they, are they connected in any way? Ideally, you want they should be somewhat connected. And then how are you actually showing up? And when you do that, that bit of work, you start to recognize where, start to get that gains a bit more clarity. Ah, I understand a bit better now why I maybe not be showing up as well. Why am I struggling in this one aspect? We call it an integrity challenge mm -hmm. that we put guys through. And it really, you know, once they complete it on their, for themselves, they, it really opens their eyes up to, wow, I didn't realize that that was, I was struggling in this one aspect of our of my life. And, you know, from a tidbit, I would start there for sure. We, we dive into limiting beliefs and other things as well. But I think when we recognize we can get in alignment with our values, it's a, it's a huge, it's a huge step forward in, in progress. What does purposeful, uh, purposeful action look like? Yeah, very similar to what you're describing, right? Once you're in alignment, you know who it is that the kind of man you ultimately wish to become, then everything that you do needs to follow. Does that serve this, who I intend to become, or is it taking me away from it? And so it's, it, 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 some guys like to map out their day from start to finish. I'm not that kind of guy. I have, I'm, I'm much more of, a, of my morning routine will include the reading, reading from a good book, meditation practice, generally speaking, it'll be a visioning of some sort. And then I set my day for how it is that the overall I want the day to for me to to show up. So my intention is on really focused on being. And so when we do it, when I do that, that aspect shows up, helps me show up much more consistent with 
with how with how life should be. And I think that's the key piece of it is purposeful action is really about are you following the intentions you had set for the day? Mm-hmm. And I really liked how you summarized it about that finishing with the journaling aspect of it. I'm I'm not as great at journaling, so I tend to finish my day again with a bit a bit of reading and and a meditation just to settle down for for how the day went. And so there's lots of different ways to accomplish it. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure that you're in alignment with what it is that you're trying to do. And I find that a, while a, a blocking a week, figuring out what you're trying to accomplish for a week is great, but making intent, being intentional on the day-to-day basis and ultimately in the moment mm-hmm. will, be, will ultimately serve your, you in your in the long-term destiny. Yeah. 100% and having that focus and drive. Why is it so important for, for men to have purpose? Why is purpose so important? Well, let's look at as we get older, there's been lots of studies. I read a study in the, coming out of the UK that found that men that, that didn't have something to live for after retirement died 30% earlier than men that had something to live for. Mm-hmm. You know, I bring that up because I'm uh, I'm 57 today at this, with this recording, and so Happy I'm birthday. The, yeah, thank you, brother. <laughs> and so at the under at the, at the other side of this like uh, on the other hedge, I don't know if I'm necessarily on the downside. It's still going up, brother. Up and up, <laughs> up, up, up and up. But you know what I mean? Like there's more time behind me than there is in front of me, most likely, most likely. And so having something to live for, something that that compels you to get up every day, is so rewarding. And so just understanding that maybe you're not in your fifties, maybe you're, I think we talked before coming on air, you've got an audience is in late teens, you know, in their twenties, something, Hey, what I wanted to be and, and do in my twenties, some of that happened, some of it didn't, but I also didn't have podcasts like this and information that's out there today to help guide me through living more purposefully. So when you have purpose behind you, you have a reason to be, yeah. And that's, I think, is the biggest key is that when we have purpose, it's about a reason to be. I want to ask you something because you just said something very, very powerful. I don't know if the audience caught it, but you said there's more time behind you than in front of you, most likely. Mm-hmm. What would you say to someone that's listening that, um, and of course, there's no way to know, but that likely has more time ahead of them than they do behind them? How can they make the most of that? Yeah, don't take this, don't take today this moment for granted. I think the biggest mistake we make in our younger years when we're when we're in our 20s and our 30s, we're so focused on, you know, maybe it's evolving in a career or you know, we're we're building a business and those are fantastic pieces but yet be present today in this moment and recognize what it is that you're you're living to you're living for and you're you're attempting to accomplish. Because when we take when we start taking life for granted and it becomes Groundhog Day, that's when next thing you know you wake up, it's thirty, then it's forty, then it's fifty, and then it's oh crap, and thirty years have passed in our life, and now the wheels start to fall off. I think it's I read another study somewhere in our, I think it's in the the in our thirties or early forties, something happens with men and they're in in their lives and mm-hmm. something good changes in our brains, and that's normally when major things happen, divorce, you know, we change major career change, things happen. Well, if you haven't lived with purpose before, and you've had that more time in front of you, likely than it is behind you, being purposeful as early as you can, really understanding that and, and, under, and also knowing that when I talk about purpose, doesn't mean that it's a static thing. 
it will change and evolve as we've talked about earlier as you change and grow what will stay solid will be who it is that you ultimately become because you're going to aspire to become something greater than you are today yeah and so that will always be that 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 underlying foundation how you get there and the skills and everything else that come to that come into play will change and evolve just as your values and, and your beliefs as you as you learn and grow as as a man but that's what i would say i would say just don't take any day any any day for granted yeah especially in your early uh, early years and mm. be really mindful and purposeful about what it is that you're, you're going after in all aspects of your life mm. and, uh, and then go after it brother i want to touch on um and this is this is a great kind of segue after someone deciding to live with intent and not taking the day for granted. Um, and I saw in your bio three ways to learn. And you mentioned reflection, imitation, and experience. I, I want to expand on that a little bit because I think that is very much relevant to those who are heeding the advice you just gave. They don't want to take the day for granted. Um, those three ways to learn, which one's the best, which one's the most painful? Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Well, you know what? Imitation is always a great way to learn. And really there's nothing, and there's nothing wrong with that. I, you know, as, uh, as you're learning and developing and growing, think about anything that we've started off by learning to a skill we're imitating from somewhere. And so some of that is pain. It can be, can be painful, but it's really pretty easy because you're not really putting yourself out there. The other part is that reflection, right? That's that opportunity that you've lived through something or you've, you've done something for at the end of the day, much like we talked about, you know, earlier. So you're reflecting on that on how the day went. So you're, you're gaining that, 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 that knowledge and that experience, but really from an experiential perspective is where we really learn the most because we're immersed, we're embodying all aspects of it, even though we don't, we may not understand that, but when we set, when we, recognize the power of that experience and what it brings to us, man, the learning from that is just unbelievable. And I think that, you know, while that can be some of the sweetest, it can also, it also requires us to at times go through some suffering as we talked about some suffering for, but it's truly where the growth is. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, before I ask my last question, I want to make sure that our audience can can find you, connect with you, and learn more for you, Alan. So, uh, what are the best ways, links, and and uh, pathways for people to to connect? Yeah, best way to do that is to go to theawakenman.net. That's the website. On there, you're going to find at the very top of the page is a button for you to click. It's for a clarity consultation. It's an opportunity for us to get a chance to talk about where you're at in life, and that would be the place I'd start. I also have a podcast as well, the Revolutionary Man Podcast have a listen on that side as well. There's lots of great information, similar to what we're doing here together today. It's an opportunity to give our folks an opportunity to learn a little bit more from other perspectives. And, and we really focus on people's hero's journey, understanding what are the things that they've gone through in life, what they've lived through and how they've developed into the men that they are today. So thoughts would be the place I would send folks. Love it. And I'll have those links in the show notes at the bottom and all that. Um, uh, last question, Alan, what is something that has happened to you or something that you've seen in your life that shapes the way you view the world as a man? Yeah, I would say the thing that's happened to me would be was, you know, there was a, a group of individuals at my uh, at my uh, work at one of the places that I worked at that um, actually really challenged who I was, who my identity as a man. 
And so there was terms being brought forward of being misogynistic, you know, toxic. And I really took that to, I really took that to heart and had to take some time to reflect and to really understand about where it is that I was and how was I showing up for work. And while there might have been some grains of truth in some aspects of some of the things that they were saying, the truth of it is, is that that's not who I, who I am or who I was. And so that really challenged me to think about and be conscious about how it is that I'm showing up every day. And so again, those days that I show up and I haven't made a, had a purposeful intention for what the outcome of the day is, or the days that I find that a little bit more struggle, there's a little more struggle in there than there are the days that I do have intention. So I'd say that would be the, the one that comes to mind first. I love it. Thank you so much. Purposeful action mentor, Alan Dumanso on the podcast. This has been fantastic. Uh, I appreciate the time and I'm going to recap some of the gems that you left along the way, if that's okay, because I know a lot of folks are working out or driving while, while listening, but no action without action doesn't matter the amount of knowledge that we, we acquire. It just becomes a waste of time for so many of us. We're sitting on all the knowledge, but we just haven't taken action or a direction quite yet. And that's because we're living without purpose. Um, model what a good relationship looks like. For some of us, we don't have that example or we don't know what it looks like. So we don't know how to model good relationships, not just with our spouse, but with our fellow man and building those, those intimate relationships, those vulnerable relationships where we can go through the bonding of problems together. And I say the bonding of problems because when you endure the storm together, you build a brotherhood. The things that we lack, as Alan mentioned, commitment, clarity, compass, community, having those helping us find a true direction in life. And then what do you truly value doing that integrity challenge that he mentioned? Finding out why you might be struggling in a certain area of your life. You might not be operating with integrity or through your value. And then finding something to live for, having that purpose. If you have more days ahead of you than those behind you, make them worth it. If you have less, less days ahead of you than those behind you, same advice, make them worth it. Live with purpose behind you. Be present today, each and every single day, and your purpose can change and evolve through time. Purposeful mentor, a purposeful action mentor, Alan DeMonso, thank you again for being on the podcast. To the audience, we appreciate you making it to the end. The best, uh, the best compliment you can give us is by hitting that like share button and share it with a friend you know can get value from it as well make sure to leave us a rating to let us know how we're doing and be sure to subscribe so you can tune in each and every single week for a brand new episode thanks again for making it to the end and as we always say everybody wants the sunshine but they don't want the rain but you can't get the pleasure without first the pain let's grow Yeah.